0: Hey, Jimmy, so we just got off the tail end of a great sermon, (laughs) a great morning, (laughs) another Sunday virtually through the airwaves. Yes. Uh, But one of the things that we were talking about, actually the main point was 2 Chronicles 7.14 and our need to really return to the Lord in this hour. And such a powerful sermon, but one of the things that you started talking about that I think we can go in a little bit more depth in this time is... A question that everyone's really asking, yes. which is, where is this all coming from? And right. What yeah. what is going on? Who started all this? Was this God? Right. Was this the devil? Sure. Was this our own sin? Was it our, was it just the brokenness of life and the the mystery of God sure. box? And sure. uh, I'll just stop there without my comments. Sure. Where did this come from?
1: Well, <laughs> that's a that is a great question, and I, I think it's definitely worth us talking about yeah. today. I want to take a, a start maybe in a different spot, and that is in James 1, talking about trials in general. And it says this, verses 1 through 5, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it begins, a bondservant, God, I'm submitted to your will, not my will. To the 12 tribes who are dispersed abroad, greetings. So to everybody, everybody listen, is what James saying. Our God saying through his word. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Mm. All right? And then it says this. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So this whole deal about trials uh, in, in the book of James says this. Don't think it's strange when unique trials are going on Mm. around you personally Mm. or around you, because that trial has the greatest ability to produce what Mm. you need so that you lack in nothing. It's that weird deal about living on planet earth that the trial usually causes the greatest change Mm. it's the thing that shapes us the most gets us the nearest to god makes us softer to each other and equips us for the future of whatever he has for us so when you see trials as friends instead of foes Mm. you're a setup for transformation you're set up for getting the most out of your trial What happens is that trial hit all, hits all of our pain points. Yeah. You know, it hits those emotional places in us where uh, we say, no, I, I want life to be perfect. What just happened? And, and then we first want to blame somebody else, or we want to just blame God, or we want to shout out to whatever because of the pain mm-hmm. related to it. Mm-hmm. But I find that Uh, God by nature is a comforter. God by nature comes and meets people in pain and uses that pain as their greatest transformation point. Even non-believers who went through terrible things like the Holocaust, who uh, were changed by it for good when they had an attitude of something good's going to come out of this, something's mm-hmm. going to change. So even a biblical principle used by a non-believer in the midst of pain can turn out for good. Mm. But let's go back to your original question yeah. and we'll, we'll loop back around. The original question is, where's all this coming from? So throughout the Bible, things do come from God. It says in 2 Chronicles 7 13, when I hold up the rain, when I send the locusts, when I send the pestilence. So it's not that that's God's intention or desire, but at times they're God allowed at the very least or God initiated. And you can see that throughout the Old Testament. Then you have the devil, right? In the end, if sin had never come into the world, uh, then everything would be good and right and holy and true. But because there's sin in the world, the devil now seeks or goes around like a roaming lion seeking him to, uh, can devour. And it says he comes to steal, kill and destroy. Yeah. Anything that's God allowed or God initiated is meant absolutely to turn us back to God and to save us. Mm. God's judgments are never meant to destroy us. Yeah. God's judgments are always meant to deliver us. Yeah. The devil's judgments are meant to destroy us. Mm. I wanna take them out. I want a bad thought to turn into a bad day to turn into your worst day to you taking your life yeah. and being separated from God forever mm. and destroy. The re- that's still kill and destroy. There is no hope in that. Yeah. There's no way out it's entrapment, it's it's gnarly, it's terrible. Yeah. So every evil thing on the earth is, is uh, uh, the devil gets into it and just pushes it to the limit yeah. because he only has one goal, and that's to absolutely destroy you mm-hmm. and keep you separated from God forever and to t- take your life short. Mm-hmm. God, anytime anything comes from God, it's it is uh, his intention is short run to to deliver you. Mm. So that's how I know if it's God or the devil, right? Mm. If it's meant to rescue me, I, I, I mean, that's a good idea that it's God. If it's trying to destroy me, I know mm. it's the devil. Sometimes it gets a bit confusing. Yeah. I'll come back to that. Yeah. Yeah. The third one is the consequence of our own sin yeah. throughout the Bible it's that <clears throat> reap and sow principle. You sow to the flesh, you reap from the mm. flesh. You sow um, lust and immorality and you have destroyed relationships. You uh, sow addiction to alcohol or drugs or you try to find comfort outside of God and it'll trap you and it'll destroy everything around you. If you don't uh, deal rightly with your finances, if you steal from people and you lie and you cheat, there's consequence for sin. So many times our trials are Mm self-induced. So the way I say it is some of them are God-allowed. Some of them are devil-initiated and some are self-induced. And then the fourth bucket that I often talk about is we live in a fallen world, right? And so um, this world is not heaven. That's why we're longing for heaven. That's why we have a new heaven and a new earth. Because of sin, this world is tainted. Everything about it is tainted. Mm. We are marching our way back, bringing the kingdom of God into every sphere of society, believing for redemption for all things. But even in the end, as we read the book of Revelations, not all of the earth will Mm. be completely whole this side of heaven. Mm. That's why we have a savior. That's why we long for heaven. That's why (laughs) heaven uh, is our destination and our ultimate home. When eternity is clear, then that pulls us Mm. out of being humanists that have to have everything perfect to make it uh, life. okay. Mm. does that make sense? Life is meant to be imperfect. It says in uh, Romans 8 uh, 20 that. This world was uh, was made to be futile yeah. so that we might cry out for God and know that we're the sons of God. So, again, um, it's the already but the not yeah. yet. We see glimpses of glory, wow. but the fullness of glory will be in the face of Jesus. Wow! And then maybe a fifth bucket, uh, which is yeah. just the mystery of God. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. <laughs> oh. I just don't. I mean, I can't explain it. I, I went through all my checklists. I tried to assign the devil his portion and me my portion and God his portion and, and the, the fallenness of man. And then I ended up with just this mystery. You know, I've had dear, dear friends that we've prayed and fasted and felt like we had words from God for and they've died at a very young age. And and I've prayed for them to be raised from the dead and then seen the other side of that and, and, and the disappointment of that. And God, it seems that you spoke and why and so on and so forth. But really, uh let, let's, let's kind of circle the wagons here yeah, then yeah, with, yeah, with, a, with a few, how do we respond? Yeah. Okay, so we've got these scenarios, but how do we respond? And the, the first thing I want to say is this, is that it, whatever the source is, the answer is still the same. Yeah. How? What? whether it was God allowed, whether it was the devil, or whether it was my own flesh, or something of mystery or, or fallen world, it's still the same. I humble myself to yeah. God. I come low, and I say, God, you are God, and I am not. Mm-hmm. So I love James 4, uh, starting in verse 4. It says, you adulterers, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity towards God? Mm-hmm. Do you not know that he jealously desires his spirit that lives within wow. you? And then it says, therefore... I mean, for God resists the proud, mm. um, but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah. Therefore, humble yourself, right? Come under God yeah. uh, and resist the devil yes. and he'll flee from you. Wow. you. Draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. So I always go to that James 4 response. That's great. Of, okay. Am I, am I, am I, If I, uh, as my own sin got me so attached to the world, mm. I need to, okay, I want to repent. Yeah. I want to, Say, Holy Spirit, come and lead me. I want to make sure I'm humbling myself before God. So now I'm in that right position before God. If it's God allowed or God's in this, I'm now low, right? I'm I'm in under him. Yes, Lord. My answer is already yes. Not messing around, not Mm -hmm. playing games. I trust you. I'm, I'm in with you. Then I resist the devil. To be quite honest, I don't want to be light about this. That's the easiest one to deal with right? We have victory in Jesus over the devil. Mm. He is not a co-equal to God, the evil side of the goodness of God. He is a created being by God. Mm. Through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, he is under the feet of Jesus. He's a defeated foe. Now, he still has a lot of liberty because we have not sanctified our hearts under the rule and reign of Jesus. Mm. And there's pot shots going on all the time. and, And that's why the Bible says, resist him yeah. Firm in your faith. Yeah. Rebuke the devil. Resist him. But we victory over the devil is already done in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Our belief in the authority of that comes in our revelation of Jesus. Mm. So because I know that Jesus has defeated evil, I can pray for somebody. If I see evil, I can stand against it with great confidence mm. that it will go. Right. If I if the devil's messing with my world, I can submit to God, resist him, yeah. and know that his Uh, power will not have its way. So the God piece, I got to go low because that's the journey with you. The devil piece, I submit to God, I resist. Mm. And I believe in the blood of Jesus, uh, as described through the scriptures is victorious. Mm. And the devil is a defeated foe. And he was a created being by God himself. He's not, uh, um, the opposite of God in the same power. Mm. He's just a fallen angel. Yeah. So because he is, let's resist him, yeah. deal with him because of the blood of Jesus. And then then that, then, and obviously my third box is uh, in that submission to God. I love in the James 4 passage, you submit to God, you resist the devil, then you come back mm. to God again and you say, you know, cleanse my hands, cleanse yeah. my heart, God. Let me mourn. Is there anything else in there, Lord? Isn't that great? Mm. Submit to God, put him in his right place, resist the devil, then come back and give God another shot at things. Mm. Because God, is there any sin in my life that's causing consequence of brokenness around me? And you know, what I found in this exercise is that there's always something to draw near to. God, in his character, resist the devil. And then God, is there anything in my life, any sins I can correct here? Yeah. Any place I can come back into alignment with you? Anything I can walk away from, anything I need to repent of and change? Mm. And then i then then you know once i've done those three i'm like your will be done yeah now now there's a waiting process right um i, I love the uh, psalm 27 13 and 14. i would have despaired unless i believed i would see the goodness of the lord in the land of the yeah. living wait let your heart take courage the mm-hmm. lord is near mm-hmm. so while the the waiting is usually where we get oh, out of sorts yeah, yeah. so we want to say God why aren't you doing this? Mm. Or the devil must be ravaging us. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm so harassed by the devil. Or rarely do we say, I guess it's all on. I haven't repented or returned, Mm. but that's probably where we need to spend most of our time. But then also there's a waiting process. And, and you know what, if you're not okay with waiting, you're not going to be okay with God in the end Mm. because our, timing is not god's timing yeah. because the waiting is where all the good work happens wow. it's where all the good work happens when i'm in pain i go to god not because i should or i think it's really cool i go to god because i need him mm. and whenever i need him good stuff happens yeah and whenever i don't need uh, need him i drift mm. so i know that for a lot of people that's, that's uh, okay, I've communicated straightforward, I think, but I know that it's difficult, but you don't understand. It was my, my mom, or you don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the thing I'd longed for that. I got disappointed. you don't understand. I felt like I'd yeah. spoken. It didn't work. And I want you to know in the end, and I, I, I just in all compassion and humility, mm-hmm. just want to say this, we are not humanists. It's not all about us. Yeah. Even if I didn't hear right, even if I was misunderstood, even if I think God doesn't understand me. I'm not the center of the world, man. God is, God's the center of the world. In this world, there's disappointment, that's why I need God. Mm. In this world, there's pain, that's why I need God. In this world, there's hurts, that's why we need God. The whole thing is built to be futile so that we can look to God. Mm -hmm. I I believe in the power of God. I've seen miracles confound your mind. I believe in the victory of God. I believe in the rule and reign of God. I believe in the favor and prosperity of God. I believe in all of that, but I don't have to have that to walk with God. That's true. Yeah. So let me pause for a minute. Ask me a couple questions.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe if I can just summarize what you've said is, it could be any of those things yes it could be a mix of those things right usually the it's- important the important thing less than us figuring out what it is or looping on who who to blame or who to right. point fingers at is submit to God right resist the devil and he will flee and then come to the Lord and and it's it's that James 4 and also the 2nd Chronicles 7.14 what we talked about yep, this morning. Exactly. The yep. answer is the same. No yes. matter what it is, the answer yes. is the same. If we humble ourselves, ourselves, pray and seek, seek His face and repent from our wicked ways then He will hear from heaven, forgive our sins and heal our land. And, heal our land. and, yeah. and I, I, I think about, I'm also thinking about how this whole thing is reminding us of the simple things to do yeah. Humbling myself, praying to sure. his face yep. and repenting. Right. Can actually be a daily thing. Yep. My whole life. Absolutely. to Stay in a right relationship with God. I actually don't need an incredible trial to do those three things. Right. Yep. But in the midst of these incredible trials. Right. If we do those three things. Sure. He will hear, forgive and heal. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, and I think that's what I want to. I wanted to get this podcast out now. Yeah. While we're waiting, yes, don't waste this trial. Yes. While you're waiting, while we're waiting for um, this thing to be eradicated, while we're waiting for borders to open, while we're waiting for businesses to reemerge, while we're waiting, this is the moment to get that extra time uh, with god in his presence to love him and to worship him and to let him know your need and to hear his voice even as he's hearing us uh you know and and now is the time to let this trial have its perfect work you know i'm i'm saying okay in my marriage how do i strengthen that right now are there any unresolved relationships Mm. is there is there anything uh, in my life, God, that is doubtful, That is uh, many of the older revivals yeah, used to say, it's hurtful. Um, uh, I want to, I want to, I have time to think about that. Yeah. It's a pause, and I want to, I want to, I want to attend to that so that I can get right in every way possible. God, is there anybody that that is hurting? I want to be compassionate to mm. who doesn't understand what's going on, yeah. right? Because the greatest thing that we can give people who, if we understand God's in control, the greatest thing we can give people is a compassionate ear, a compassionate heart, and a compassionate prayer. So just listening, even if they're railing on God and we don't have to Mm. correct them theologically, let them share their pain and just say, hey, I found God to be a comfort. I know that's difficult to understand, but I wanna pray for you. Or how can I care for you practically? Compassion in the moment is what you do when people don't know which way to go. And when they, experience compassion then they want to know where that compassion yeah. comes from let, let me end with one last thought um there was a possibility of a huge crisis going on worldwide with y2k in 2000 yeah. Everybody was anticipating this huge crisis and um and i remember billy graham was on larry king live mm. and uh, for those who don't know or younger larry king big prominent host kind of a uh, in a weird way, a Jimmy Fallon, but maybe a talk show host. Yeah. And um, he had Billy Graham on there, and he said, Billy, it's it's a couple days away. Um, he said, you know my hurdle as a Jewish man all my life. I, I've had a hard time with faith because if God's good, why is there evil in the world mm-hmm. and why is everything so broken? You know my questions, Billy. We've talked about them. Now as we're fo- possibly facing a huge worldwide crisis, Billy, what do I tell people about what could happen or the fears or concerns um, why God isn't showing up Mm. and just making everything right. And Billy said this so wisely. He said, you know, Larry, I've had the same questions sometimes too. And you know, some of the things I have some thoughts on, but some of them I don't know either, man. But what I know is that God offers peace with himself through Jesus, Mm -hmm. that no matter what the trial is or why it came or how it came or the injustice, God offers peace for anyone, anywhere, everywhere through Jesus. Mm. And when we give our lives to Jesus and submit to him, whether we're in a prison cell, whether Mm. we're in an abusive situation or whether we're in a glorious situation, we can have peace with God Mm. in this life, in the middle of the trial and for eternity, I know, that Jesus offers peace. So he said, so everybody listening right now, I want to offer you the peace Mm. of God in the person of Jesus, Mm. which is guaranteed Mm. no matter what happens in this Mm. life. And may I leave us with that as well. We're not humanists. This life is passing. We've been birthed by God. We will return to God. Will we know Jesus in this life and that peace will carry us and give us the patience and the endurance that we need. So as James one says, we'll lack in nothing and we'll come out of this trial better and not bitter.
0: Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmysibert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.